It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. It's another day and another denial for Jeremy Corbyn this morning as Westminster was locked down after a car was driven into one of the anti-terror barriers earlier on this morning. The Labour Party leader was once again scrambling to remember exactly what he did four years ago and why he actually did it. Surely it can't be that difficult, can it? Either he was in Tunisia to commemorate the death of some terrorists or he wasn't. Why is it that every time Jezza has an opportunity to prove he doesn't like the bad guys, he somehow manages to miss it? 0344 499 Meanwhile... Back in the real world, there are proper problems to worry about. Like, why isn't there enough affordable housing out there for the vast majority of the population? I'm not talking about the stuff you get at very low cost. I'm talking about the stuff that only a select few get their hands on. Yes, that's right, the elite council house tenants. How do you get a council house in this country? It seems to be even more difficult than getting your hands on a Fabergé egg. 0344-499-1000. Dawn Neeson is here, and coming up later, she'll be explaining why chubby older fathers are more attractive to women, and what this new craze is about where people are dumping their unwanted tat on the street in the hopes that someone will come and take it away. You'll listen to me, Mike Graham, and Dawn Neeson on Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Coming up in this hour, we're going to be talking about vaping, because believe it or not, uh, now, this doesn't come as any great surprise to me. I smoked for years and years and years, decades, in fact, only gave up last year, uh, about a year and a half ago. And, uh, you know, the idea that vaping does not uh, do you any harm staggers me that anybody would think that, because it clearly doesn't look very good for you. Have you vaped? Never have. have. you done it? So Never you just have. stopped smoking and I that stopped was it. smoking, that was it, yeah. And cold turkey use... sort of guy I am. Wow, good for you. You know, I just had to do it, you know. Otherwise, otherwise, it was going to be a bad scene. Uh, we're going to talk about much, much more as well, including uh, why a tubby older fathers are actually more attractive to women. Dawn's going to explain <coughs> that one to me. Uh, I'm not quite sure how. 0344 499 You're listening to me, Mike Graham, and Dawn Neeson on Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. I was getting told off there for turning that into the world's longest opener, but never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike talks too much, Shark. Yeah, I talk too much. It's true. Uh, well, there's only one way to stop me talking. That's to talk back. Uh, Jonathan Grigg is hopefully going to do that. Professor of Paediatric, Respiratory uh, and Environmental Medicine at Queen Mary University in London. Jonathan, very good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. comes as no shock to me uh, that vaping is not particularly good for you, but it's being sold as a kind of alternative to to smoking tobacco uh, and and a much safer alternative. Yeah, that's that's right. And well done for giving up smoking. That's fantastic. Thank you you very uh, much. You know, and it shows you can do it uh, without necessarily um, inhaling stuff deep into your lungs. No. Uh, So this is the this is the question, I think. 
I mean, the problem is that there are two sort of two views. One, you can say uh, anything is better than smoking. So uh, anything that stops people smoking, even if it carries some sort of risk, mm. is, is a good thing. And the yeah. other view that I have um, is looking at things like kids taking up uh, inhaling um, e-cigarette vapor or jewels or whatever, and um, what's happening to their lungs um, where they wouldn't necessarily be exposed to cigarette smoke. So it's, it's, a, bit of, it's a bit of a controversial area, for no, sure. No, indeed. I mean, and, and smoking is not just about... About what it does to your lungs as well. I mean, the damage it does to the rest of your body, as I've learned from from somebody who who taught me all about it and why I should do it. You know that it's a it's a very dangerous thing to do for lots of parts of your body. It's not very good mm. for your uh, for your circulation. It's not very good for your heart. It's not very good for your teeth or your gums. You know, I mean, presumably um, all of the things that smoking damages uh, can also be damaged by vaping. Uh- to some extent, I mean, this is what the research is really looking at. I mean, we've, it's been a bit sort of a bit of a research-free zone until now, mm. and now the um, respiratory researchers and other and cardiovascular researchers are turning their attention onto the effects of vape, um, and they do see effects, that's for sure. And recently, this um, there's this, this paper that's come out just recently in Thorax showing um, one of the additional effects, uh, and yes, cardiovascular we see effects. Now, clearly, these are going to be less than smoking because you're not burning stuff so you're not getting a huge thousands of toxic material bits of toxic material into your lungs and then leaching into your blood blood because mm. it you know the amount of material that you're um uh, vaping is 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 less but um it, it still contains uh toxic substances um but all almost certainly at slightly less concentrations for sure so what does it actually do to your lungs when you vape what happens Right. I mean, the reason for vaping, of course, is that uh, in the vapor, which is a sort of a sticky mixture of um, propylene glycol, sort of like a food additive, uh, plus other things flavoring, uh, that's um, heated up and you're breathing that vapor into your lungs. uh, And basically, it's a delivery of nicotine. uh, And it's reproducing a bit of the sort of uh, uh, reducing the craving for nicotine, but also sort of mimicking smoking. So you don't, uh, the idea is that somewhat how that, that um, that helps you get off the, um, the whole whole smoking, um, you know, the, the, the whole aspects of smoking with you know, putting things into your mouth and breathing it in, all those sort of things. So, um, yeah, as you ask me what it gets then, no, it gets down. So the nicotine at high concentration hits the lung cells and absorb into the body. But also there are other things uh, that go along with it um, and they can activate those lung cells um, and both the lining cells and specialized cells that are sitting on the, on the surface that are there to gobble up material uh, that you inhale into, into your airways. So you're still putting a load of chemicals and stuff into your lungs, which never really was going to be a good idea, was it? No. Sorry, I didn't mean to answer no, for you then. No, no, I, no, <laughs> Medical expert, Mike. No, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea. Well, it's, it's, you know, if there are options, other options which don't involve breathing things into your airway, because airway is, I mean, it's, it's. You should really be breathing fresh air, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, we, we've got a problem, obviously, in London with you know breathing in uh, pollution as well, which is another big issue. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, anything that is sort of abnormal, that evades our sort of normal 
clearance mechanism, so sort of the, the, the defenders in your nose and your throat, um, anything that then gets down into your airway has a, a huge potential for causing problems. And yeah, this is what we're, we're seeing a signal for vape, uh, and that's a red flag for sure. And is it something that, uh, uh, that people turn to perhaps who haven't smoked cigarettes yet? Because, you know, you see a lot of youngish people smoking uh, uh, or vaping, shall we say. Yeah. I mean, is that sort of, is it, are you seeing it now as like a gateway to smoking cigarettes? Yeah, uh, that is obviously a concern. It's certainly in the States, there are these um, uh, sort of like USB devices which you breathe in nicotine uh, and they're very, very, you know, and and kids are doing that who probably wouldn't have taken up smoking. Yeah, that hasn't been, it hasn't really been shown as yet whether, you know, vaping will stop children smoking if they take up vaping uh, and the the evidence is probably the other way around. even as a smoking cessation aid, vaping is, well, um, doesn't seem to be any better or worse than other, other forms of um, giving up smoking. Well, yeah, it's meant to have stopped 22,000 people a year, stop smoking, which is quite... Not a, vaping? Yeah. It's not many, yeah. is it? Well, yeah, that, I mean, better it, than none. It, it's better than well. The thing is that there are other alternatives to, to give it. You know, uh, and we know that vaping. That you know, if you go around the shops, I've got a, a local shop called Shake and Vape. You know, mm. you can buy your, you can buy your. <laughs> That's dreadful. <laughs> Uh, you know, and uh, it must be concerning that these this material is now being widely advertised and attractive to young people. So I think I think that's where we're coming from. Is really, you know, should we be attracting uh, young people, impressionable young people, into breathing stuff into yeah. their airways? Uh, and do you know and, what I would say yeah. about vaping shops? Is you only really see them in places where you might see, and I don't wish to be disparaging to certain parts of Britain, but you'd only really see them in the same places where you see a lot of bedding shops, yeah, you know, true. a lot of uh, sort of greasy spoon cafes, yeah. charity shops. Mm-hmm. They're in the poorer parts of the country, aren't they? Yeah, uh, I think so. I mean, I think, um, yeah, but this is a commercial business, isn't it? I mean, people... I mean, I haven't seen any in Mayfair, for example. Yeah. I mean, let's put it that way. Uh, I can't comment on that. I, I wouldn't comment on that. But uh, yeah, uh, well, with, our, our shop is actually in North London. It's quite a, on a nice arcade. So it's uh, okay. yeah. I think, uh, and I think that also is, is attractive to young people. But, yeah, I think that the thing is that should we be encouraging young people to um, see this vaping material uh, have highly attractive flavours, including chocolate and bubble gum? Well, that's and the thing. They're aimed like at kids, aren't yeah. they? These fl- th- these flavours don't appeal to me as an adult. Yeah. But you know, bubble gum, chocolate, Haribo sweets, whatever. They're all kids things yeah they're all kids things and it's uh, you know it, you know again my, my local shopping center brent cross you walk in there's a vape vape thing all looking um, nice and attractive straight in you know, kids young kids right. uh we'll, we'll see this i mean there's nothing illegal about it i just think that this uh, the, the data that's coming through showing that you know if you inhale vape it it does uh, it's not without um any effect on the lung cells it, the, the effects that we see are worrying i mean uh, you know it's still early days um must mean that we have to take a much more cautious approach, a precautionary approach, mm. if you like, uh, about vaping, and and maybe um, may, uh, treat it in the same way as um, we do for tobacco products, and you know, make it um, pretty boring to uh, look at. And um, make it, and, but also, know, would you make it as expensive as well? Because what about those? There was for a while there was such a thing as an e-cigarette, which was a sort of electric. Oh, yeah. I, I got sent a load of them. This is when I was still smoking by somebody who said, "Oh, these are much better." Um, and you charge the filter basically, and then you have different flavored bits, and it looks like a cigarette but it's a lot heavier the problem i had i tried it out i said well the problem with this is it never goes out so you're literally smoking <laughs> constantly smoking all the time you just li- you know because at least when you're smoking cigarettes you know when it's finished and you put it down mm. and you know not to have another one for a while but yeah. when, with these things you could just smoke it literally all day 
Uh, yeah, I think those are the original ones. There are, I mean, there's about up to a fourth generation devices where you can change the wattage and may yeah. produce huge amounts of vape and all the things. Of course, they, you know, occasionally that will explode in your pocket, which isn't a great idea. Yeah, that's not um, Yeah, there have it? been stories yeah. where they've exploded in people's bags and pockets. Mm. And yeah. Is there, yeah, an age, is there an age limit um, to buying these things? Do you have to be 16 yeah. or 18? Yeah, or? I think it's 18, actually. Right. I think uh, there, is an age, there is an age limit to that. Um, but um, as I say, uh, as we know, uh, people get hold of uh, whatever. Mm. And uh, it's, it's the attractive advertising, which I think I, I, would, I find distasteful. You know, I, I have no problem, in a way, for smokers to take up vaping. It, sh- it should be a, as a smoking cessation aid if they don't, if they, if they don't want to take gum or other forms of nicotine replacement. Um, but it should be in the same way. It should be just a very boring... Tell them just to go um, cold thing. turkey, because that's what I did, and it can be yeah. done, you know? You just have to Yeah, be man up, just stop. Yeah, just stop, uh, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. And, it, and, and that's another message which I think is getting lost in all of this. Yeah. Uh, certainly, uh, my uh, mother-in-law, um, when we said, uh, who'd smoked for years and years and years, we said, look, you better go and, and take out your cigarettes. And she was so shocked, she, she actually gave up completely, mm. you know, like, like you. And yeah. so... It, 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 it absolutely can be done, and um, and it has been done. I mean, the, the smoking cessation, smoking rates have, have dramatically fallen, mm. um, and were falling well before the base. Well, do you know, it's interesting. I was at a party the other weekend, and it was noticeable that you know uh, it, I was around a group of people that I've known for many years, and nobody was smoking at all. Yeah. Nobody's smoking. You know, now, do they, ten years they? ago, at least half of that yeah. room would have been smoking. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And it just it's isn't. absolutely brilliant. And it's, it's brilliant. and it's and it's quite surprising now when you go to another country maybe and find that so many people smoking and you kind of go, it's a bit strange. Yeah, absolutely. If you go to Austria, Germany, with France still, yeah, Spain France too. Yes, uh, where, I mean certainly the Germany and Austria have their problem because. Um, you know the the, the the you know in the Second World War the Nazis were anti-smoking, so they're very sort of it's oh, mixed really? up with personal freedom. Right. Uh, so they're 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 very resistant to that. But yes, if you go to those countries, you can buy things on a in machines, and and, and it's a disaster. But we've we've done fantastically well and i think that this is you know the vaping is a little bit of a distraction to the fact that uh, you know we want to keep that um, curve going down <laughs> yeah. and it and it should you should be offered if you can't give up any other way then maybe an e-cigarette is good but it yeah. shouldn't be there for the whole population to sort yeah. of say, say this so is, so the, I mean, the anti-smoking nazis actually were the anti-smoking nazis who knew yeah. I, mean, I didn't you know. know that. I learned something new. Allowed, there. That's what you're not allowed to call the anti-smoking Nazis, but actually <laughs> no, no, they no, were no, anti-smoking no. Nazis. One final yeah. question for you, Jonathan: yeah. is is how well policed is the is the sort of vaping manufacturing business? You know, in terms of the people that are making the stuff that you vape, is yeah. that very is that very well regulated, or could you be vaping with stuff which might be cancer, you know, cancer cancerogenic or something? Well, I think my impression, I mean, I'm not a, I'm, you know, having never bought anything on the li- online and, and related to va- vaping, apart from the stuff that we buy for, um, for putting on ourselves, it, it is, has been a bit of a wild west. I mean, there's, you know, get, you can get stuff from across the world and who knows what it contains. The regulations are, are tightening up, especially in terms of the volume of um, liquid you can get, because basically, you know, we want to protect young children not to get poisoned by nicotine if they come across a, you know, a, a, nic- uh, a vial of uh, this stuff so that's that that's the regulation that's come in but you know we're not having uh, big um firms manufacturing this stuff to um you know um consistent features so it, it is a bit of a wild west um 
But uh, now whether we need to tighten that up or make just uh, vaping extremely boring um, and uh, plain, plain, no, no flavouring and um, plain, plain packaging, um, I think that's a matter of um, uh, public debate. Can I tell you, is, there a, is there a secondary health risk? Like if you're walking down the street and some idiot is vaping in front yeah. of you and getting clouds of that noxious yeah, stuff in your face, is, is that... It's horrible. Is it dangerous it to is you? Horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. That I agree with you. That sort of sickly sweet yeah. uh, smell is 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 disgusting. But that's at least my view. But uh, uh, I think it's in terms of sort of can, uh, material that's getting into lung. Very low concentrations will get into your lung. But there are people who've got very exquisite um, sensitivity of their airways. You know, there's some people who get very wheezy if they even get a whiff of perfume, for example. And so those 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 individuals might might get um, uh, an abnormal normal response but you've got to have twitchy sort of uh, abnormal airways you're not going to die of cancer like you would if you were with someone smoking I I think well Well, that's not necessarily we don't know but I think not no indeed I think it's unlikely All right, Jonathan thank you very much indeed Jonathan Grigg there Professor of Paediatric Respiratory and Environmental Medicine great title that isn't it it's great isn't it best title I think we've had uh, for a while Queen Mary University of London I'll tell you what I was watching last night speaking of secondary kind of you know uh, inhalation of stuff Uh, apparently there's a thing called ayahuasca uh, I don't know whether you've ever heard of it. It's in mm. Peru, right? It's a drug, apparently. Right. People are going to Peru on holiday, right, and spending loads and loads of money sitting in tents in the dark taking this drug. These are people from this country right. and all around the world, right? And not only that, but they're now starting to export this stuff. And it's a sort of hallucinogenic um, sort of mescaline type right, drug. Right, so it's a natural plant type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and in, the, in, the, in the, the Amazon jungle of, of Peru where these people live and where they, where they kind of, you know, use it. Yeah. Um, it is it is a kind of a, um, a catch-all for treating all sorts of ills, you know, like if you've got diarrhea, if you've got a headache, they give you this stuff, right? But the Westerners have now discovered it, and it's a bit like going into one of these kind of, you know, Jim Morrison-inspired you know, scenes trances from the desert. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you forget like when taking, you've got diarrhea and like stuff like Like taking peyote or something like that, but it's apparently it's a thing now. Wow, I've never heard of that, and no, I, it just sounds, a big re- big it report sounds on horrible. It. Big report on it last night on Channel 4. In fact, I'm going to tweet it out because I've just found it. Uh, fascinating stuff. Don't watch it now because we've got a radio show. Yeah, yeah, watch yeah. it later on. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. This is the Independent Republic of Mike Graham. You know what to do. 03444991000 is the number. Uh, Jake has sent us a tweet uh, at Talk Radio. He says, I lived in a block of flats once and there was a free washing machine in the entrance, so I took it and put it in the local paper. Two days later, I sold it to someone in the same block of flats for 60 quid. Well, I mean, I suppose one of the problems in life is if you do get a new... um, 
a washing machine or a new dishwasher, one of the things you want to do to make sure that all is well is that you guarantee they're going to take the old one away. Exactly, and they do mostly these days. I think they do, because yeah. Because you can't old electrical equipment you can't get rid of. Charities no. won't take that. No, you you do have to dump it, and you I do mean, have I to can, pay to dump it. You can it. take it to the dump that I was talking about, where I go down in Sussex. But I mean, it's a very heavy thing to move. Yeah, isn't it? oh gosh, yeah. You know, and it's not something I would uh, be very uh, confident that I could do. <laughs> so it's like you always say. Also, I'd quite like to plumb the, the the new one in as well. Yeah, you know, because I'm not particularly good at that kind of thing. No, 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 it's no, not no, my absolutely. Strength. Me neither. Julia says I've got a boot full ready for the charity shop. I'm not leaving it out for someone else to take and make money from I just give it away I can't be bothered with car boot sales I try and sell something worth a lot of money and they only want to spend 10p yeah but car boot sales are great fun oh I love them do you know I've never actually been to a car boot sale honestly they're brilliant they really are you just my problem is right I mean I used to always get accused of being a hoarder and uh, in some ways uh, that's probably true because whenever I used to go to the dump um, in uh, Wiltshire when I lived there I'd always come back with something Oh uh, yeah, and I I take like yeah. three things there, and I come back with something else. No, and I was told never to do that. Yeah, we're going to take stuff to the dump to get rid of it. To get rid not of it and to bring amass it back. No, more stuff. yeah, I know someone very mm. like that as well. Okay, it's... let's talk to Patrick in uh, Belfast who wants to talk about upcycling. Patrick, a very good uh, afternoon to you. Afternoon, mate. Good afternoon, Don. Hiya. What have you got for us, Patrick? Uh, well, basically, mate, since I've moved into a a new house and it's it's got a bigger garden. Yeah. What I've done is, you know, the old wooden pallets. Yes. I have now um, turned or converted some of them, instead of just throwing them out, into um, like summer seats. Right. And then I've turned some into flower bed holders. Okay. And then my old, my old uh, dog's dog kennel. Right. I've changed that into a flower bed. Well, funnily enough, my dog's bed is made up of a, of a couple of old pallets nailed together, but it wasn't done by me. It was done by somebody <laughs> we know who's good at that sort of thing. <laughs> Well, it, 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 to me, it just makes sense. You know, if, if you've got the stuff laying around and you, you have the time and you want to do something with it, you know, that's just what I've done, just to pass the time. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether I'm going to actually go and start selling stuff. Right. But, I mean, it, it gives me pleasure, the fact that mm. I didn't throw it out and I'm putting it to use. Listen, I, th- I think, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those kind of born-again recycling people that bangs on about it all the time. I think no. recycling, in the end, is a good thing to do. But what frustrates me is if the recycling that you're doing is then not being recycled, then there's not much point. But if you, if we can all, on an individual basis, reuse stuff and turn it into something else, I think that's It brilliant. makes perfect sense. I, I feel terrible. I'm trying to think of something I've upcycled, and I can't think of a, a, a damn thing. Really? Yeah. I, what about clothes? Have you not, like, turned one piece of clothing into another I'm, thing? I'm not or? a bigger... No, 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 I don't do that. I, I don't do needles and threads and sewing and no. stuff like that. Okay. No, uh-uh, no. no. All right. But you haven't turned, like, a scarf or a jumper into a scarf or... I don't know. No, Mike. I have no idea what I'm talking no, about Mike. now. No, he really has no idea. No, looking I don't. at me blankly. No, I don't. But no, I, mean, I haven't, I'm afraid. I mean, there are people that do that. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And fair dues to them. Right. But I just, I wouldn't have the time or the patience. No, no, That's I the get thing. That. It does take a lot of effort. Right. And what about your other recycling, Patrick? Do you do you recycle everything else over there in Belfast? Well, what you were saying is, you know about your 12 wine bottles? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can, what you can easily do is take the label off them right. and paint them and then put a candle in them. Well, you can if you're running a French bistro, I suppose. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I'm not doing that. But you can, you can. I mean, there is there is people here who actually spray paint the bottles. Really? And they do different designs, and they're selling for like twenty or thirty pounds a bottle. Really? 
Yeah. Well, that is a business I could get into. You need to start I... drinking more red wine, obviously. Make more no, money No, no, no. I need to stop smashing up the bottles in a recycling yeah, bin. Yeah, but the more you drink, the more you can recycle yeah. and sell and more money. Well, I mean, if you sell it for 20 quid, that's quite often more than the wine cost. Yeah. So result happiness. <laughs> the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. The other story that we were going to do as well, uh, I'm not sure if we're going to have time to talk to Hayley Quinn, uh, who is a dating expert, uh, is the one about how chubby older fathers uh, are in fact more attractive to women um, and uh, are likely to live longer. I love this story, and it was it's just such a fun story to finish on, isn't it? And given some of the stories that we have been covering today. Yes. And evidently, yes, um, dad bods yes. are good for you. Yeah, well, Mike. apparently one of the things about being too honed and a bit too fit is that you're more likely to suffer from a heart attack. Yeah, this is why you obviously is... keep yourself as a fine specimen that you are. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, so, surely you would not, not obviously want to suggest that I was all three of these things, either <laughs> chubby, older, or a father. But let's talk to Hayley Quinn, uh, who is a dating expert, get her view. Hayley, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thanks very Hi, much Hayley. indeed for joining us. Now, uh, it's got nothing to do with the fact that I might fall into uh, all three of these categories that we're talking about this particular story. <laughs> uh, but what is the uh, sort of science behind it, if you don't mind us asking? Um, I think what they're, what they're mentioning, I believe it was... Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, apologies. That's all right. <laughs> that sounded interesting. I, I, yeah, it was interesting. I'm, just, I'm, taking, I'm actually in, uh, in Switzerland at the moment, taking this on a mobile mobile phone. So off topic. So I think the study they're referencing was talking about how men who actually have lower testosterone levels post yeah. having children means that they have a little bit less muscle and a little bit more body fat. Yes. Um, but that's actually not a bad thing for their overall health long run because I think men, I think they tend to, they, I think the article said very delicately, uh, not fight off illness quite so well as women and also put frankly, don't take care of themselves. Yeah, but I mean, apparently that that would actually make you live longer because you're like less likely to suffer from heart attacks and, and, and or prostate, prostate cancer, cancer yeah. and you're going to have. That um, sounds like a bit of a win-win. Well, it does, doesn't it? Now, who would have thought? Uh, but of course, by the by the chance, by the time that you've become an older, sort of chubbier father, uh, presumably you're not necessarily looking for uh, uh, to be attractive to women, are you? Well, I think it's isn't it good to I think just generally feel attractive in yourself in terms of self-esteem and your partner. <laughs> well, I, I, must, I, don't, I must. I must say, I don't. One of the things I don't suffer from is a lack of self-esteem. No, true. One of the things I must admit, I thought when I read this was, well, it's it's obvious, isn't it? I know the science behind it, but obviously, if if your partner is slightly cuddlier and maybe not God's gift, um, you his, see, but you say less, God, you may have to change that. Now, he's less that likely view. to play away, isn't he? Because you know, if he's cuddly and at home and and sort of like you know, he's not going to be out. You chasing mean nobody else going to like him? Well, I'm sort of you know skirting around it a little bit but he's going to spend more time at home with you and the kids rather than out chasing other women that was my simple analysis of it yeah i don't know do you think there's a direct correlation between like cuddly and stays at home and then doesn't cheat um what about this sort of hoping there is hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.